0: Welcome everyone to episode four of the Comfort in the Workplace podcast. Today, I wanted to cover the topic of listening and I wanted to talk specifically about three different aspects. Now one, I wanted to share with you what sparked my interest in listening and how I got started looking at listening as a leadership topic. Uh, two, I'll share with you a quick story that that really highlights the power of listening. And then lastly, I wanted to cover and explain how listening is actually work. It might sound passive, but it is actually uh, quite a quite a bit of work to do it to do it right. Uh, as a reminder, you can check out the YouTube channel uh, to view the video related to today's topic, and it, that is topic four. It is listening, um, and it goes through really a three-step process on how to be a better listener, uh, which is prepare focus and question so check out that youtube video it really gives you some practical advice on how to prepare focus and question your way to being a better listener but first the first item that i wanted to go over is so what what sparked my interest in in listening so earlier in my career I had the opportunity to take a listening course and yes there is a course that teaches you how to listen i know that it sounds like that should come come naturally everybody has has a couple of years and you should be able to, uh, to listen, but to do it right um, does take quite a bit of work. And so what made me choose that course to begin with? Well, I thought I was a good listener. I honestly wanted to take that course because it gave me exposure to an executive that was facilitating the course. And so for real selfish reasons, I wanted to make sure that I had that exposure, which, which worked by the way. Um, a couple years later, I wound up uh, being a co-host with that executive, um, I co-hosted the listening course, and so it really shows you that um, by putting yourself out there, asking questions, volunteering, um, taking different different courses that you have in your organization, it does give you it does give you exposure, and it's a great way to um, to maximize that exposure to get some face time with with some key executives. So I would recommend you if you're if you're a young leader, up and coming, and you want to get exposure. You know, raise your hand, um, ask questions at, at town halls, um, make sure you're volunteering for 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 committees or for um, for special projects, and take courses like I did with the listening course. It's a great way. It's a great way to get that exposure. So the course in particular, I, I really really loved the way it took you on a on a journey. And I mentioned that you know I thought I thought I was a good listener. I'm sure most of us think that we're good we're good listeners. But the, the course starts from that perspective, and everybody kind of goes in, you think you're, you're a good listener, and then you kind of learn that, hey, wait a second, maybe maybe I'm not listening that well. Um, and so as you go through that journey, um, you're, you're looking at why, or where you're falling behind on listening. And then lastly, how can you improve, and how do you focus your attention to make sure that you improve? And so coming out of the course, it led me to the prepare, focus, question approach. Um, so that's how I was able to develop my listening skills, and so for me, um, I know that I, I, a big trigger of mine is a certain communication styles, a certain personalities that, that get me agitated pretty pretty quickly, and so when I know that I'm going to be meeting with somebody who, who does get me agitated, I prepare in advance, so I try to put myself in their shoes. I try to understand um, what what they're intended to get out of the meeting, um, and most importantly, I try to uh, take some some deep breaths going into the in, into the into the meeting. One of the other things that I've that I've done uh, as as part of prepare, if I'm going into a conversation with somebody who maybe um, takes a while to to explain their point of view, and I know that I have other commitments um, coming up, I try to give them a heads up on how much team time I have. So if I have fifteen minutes. You know, I'll say I have 15 minutes for the conversation just to give you a heads up. So this way, I'm not constantly thinking, okay, are they going to be done in time? Are they going to be done in time? Are they going to be done in time? So giving them that heads up puts me a little bit more relaxed. It sets the expectation with them that they have 15 minutes to get through, to get through what they needed to get through with me. And then I can move on to my, uh, my next call or my, my next meeting. And so that preparation, the deep breaths, trying to put myself in their shoes, setting the expectations up front. Um, Helps me be able to move to the next one, which is focus, and helps me to be able to focus on that that person. So if I go back to to that, there are certain personalities that I get agitated, and so I do that that prepare part, but the focus part, I try to exaggerate my focus. So I exaggerate my my eye contact. I'll lean forward in my in my chair. Um, I'll make sure that I am absolutely engaged um, with, with 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 what that person is trying to convey, and then in my head I try to do a play-by-play. So my inner monologue, I'm trying to do a play-by-play little co- uh, color commentary of the message that's being um, being conveyed to me, and and again that helps me to maintain that focus even though typically that communication style might get me agitated. Um, so that that focus piece, and then the last one. And this was this is was and is the hardest to me is the question part, and so for me personally, um, I I always think that you know I, I don't want to pry, and so I hesitate to ask um, to ask too many questions. I don't want them to think that I'm trying to pick holes in the messages that they're they're putting through. But what what I did learn through the listening course and through um, other uh, listening material that I've read is that you know questions show the engagement. And so what I do try to do now is I try to ask a question, and then I take a step back and give them some space to, to answer it. And by asking that question, it's it, it actually showing that I'm engaged so on top of the focus. It shows that I'm listening and I'm hearing it, and I'll ask a, one good question, and that good question helps them to think through what their message is as well. And so it is important to go through those three steps to prepare, focus, and question. And For me personally, that's helped me to become a, a, better, a better listener. So I wanted to share with you um, a quick story that really highlights the power of, of listening. And so the, the example I want to give is um, earlier in my career when I had the opportunity, my first opportunity to have one-on-ones with somebody in an executive position, and it's a different executive from the one who taught the, lis- the listening course but I, I, I got to a point in my career where, where uh, I was able to get those one-on-ones with an, with an executive, and I know I did a lot of prepare, right? And so I was prepared, I knew my material, I knew all the projects that were, my team was, was, was working, I knew the issues, I knew the risks, and so I had it all. I, the problem was I prepared to answer questions going into those meetings. So when I got into the meeting, um, the person at had executive level they really were assuming that I was doing a good job already, and so when I came in and they asked how are things going, things are going great. Um, any issues? Yeah, I got a couple issues, but got it got it under control. Okay, so what do you what do you need from me? Um, and inevitably, I'd say no, not much. I think um I think we're good. Meeting was scheduled for an hour and it would last uh, ten minutes, maybe maybe fifteen minutes. And so this happened week one, and then it happened again week two, and week three. And then it happened again, week four. I remember driving home and I looked looked up in the mirror. And I said, "Oh man, you know you're blowing it. You got this opportunity with this executive. You got this one-on-one. It's scheduled for an hour. You got an hour on their busy schedule, and you're only taking up 15 minutes. And there's no engagement. You're giving them quick status. You're 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 blowing it." So going into week five, I prepared a little differently. I prepared instead of answering questions i prepared to ask questions and so when i got through my quick 10 15 minutes you know here's here's where we are with things and we're ready ready to to close the meeting i instead just asked a question i asked you know what's the number one issue that you're working on what's keeping you up and then i just sat back and i listened i took notes i made sure i had a had a good understanding of it i made sure i took those notes and thanked them for the time meeting was over i went back I tried to give it some more thought. um, And then I offered up a perspective. So I sent an email to the executive, offered up a perspective, and going into the next meeting, went through the status, but then we talked about my email and we talked about my perspective. Um, I asked some more questions, some follow-ups. And now this this executive was highly engaged in that meeting. The meeting took the full hour and the executive even started scheduling follow-ups on top of that. And so now this executive felt like I was in their corner and that I was hearing what their problems are and I was offering my perspective back. And this eventually led to building a relationship and ultimately led to um, a new opportunity. I wound up working for that for that person. And so I just want you to know that by listening and by preparing and by trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes, that it, it actually does work. I got to a point where that executive felt like I was on his team, even though I didn't directly report to them, that led to an opportunity. And let's always remember is that even even an executive, even, even senior leaders, they could feel lonely. They could feel like they need to solve their problems on their own. And so when someone is trying to offer up help and offer a perspective and to help them think through some of their problems, it is very, very meaningful and has quite a bit of impact. And so that's, that's a, um, the story that I want to share with you about the power of listening. And, you know, I do, do encourage you all to give that, give that some thought and see how you could apply it to your particular, um, particular jobs. And so lastly, I want to talk a little bit about how we might think of listening as passive, sitting back and just receiving information, but it actually is very hard work. To do it right is very hard work. So I wanted to share with you three quotes, and then I'll give you a little bit of my perspective on them. The first is from from Stephen uh, Covey, and this, this quote's out there quite a bit, so you've probably heard it, but it's, most people do not listen with the intent to understand, they listen with the intent to reply. Most people do not listen with the intent to understand, they listen with the intent to reply. The next one is from Simon Sinek, and it is, listening is active. At its most basic level, it's about focus, paying attention. Listening is active. At its most basic level, it's about focus, paying attention. And the last one is from Chip Bell. And it's effective questioning brings insight, which fuels curiosity, which cultivates wisdom. Effective questioning brings insight, which fuels curiosity, which cultivates wisdom. Now those are some tough quotes, right? And so you, you you hear those, and you're like, "Wow, that's there's there's some intensity to them." And I just want to—it's—it's it's so easy for us to 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 reply. Um, it's so easy for us to you know hear a little bit of information and then reply because it's our thoughts. Our thoughts are right on on top of mind. Your thoughts are. Are, are very automatic. It's your initial reaction, and so it's easy to jump with that initial reaction. It doesn't take a lot of work. Now, focusing on the message and, and asking questions about the message is tough. That's tough work. Maintaining that focus and keeping your thoughts at bay now, as that person is uh, is speaking and really taking in that information and trying to put yourself in their shoes and try to understand what 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 the, what the message is and try to think through different aspects of the message, is is very is a very difficult task, and so you know when you have that that focus, and you're you're able to take in the message, now as you're doing that, asking a meaningful question that can help add to the message and help that person think through the message that is that 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 that's, that takes up a lot of a lot of energy and so when i think about the prepare focus question when i think about active listening and the work that it takes i know it's a lot to ask for every com, uh, conversation but there are some important conversations where you got to put that you got to put that work in i go back to my one-on-ones with that executive i mean that was a critical time in my career um, I could have very easily just kept going with those 15-minute conversations, pat myself on the back that I was able to get through them. But, no, I, I put the pressure on myself to to make them meaningful and put the work in. Um, and then there are others that are on your team, and they look up to you as a leader. And, yeah, maybe they have that personality type or that communication style that gets you agitated, but you owe it to them to put the work in. You know, you you can make a difference in their careers by being a good, a good listener. So I hope that helps. And I thank you for joining episode four of the the podcast. And I ask you all to please join me in creating comfort in the workplace by respecting team members and demanding excellence.